Hello, everyone. It is Thursday, May 28th, and there are several passages. I'd like to look primarily at the Ephesians passage, but in light of the death of George Floyd, I want us to remember that Psalm 105 in verse 4 tells us to seek the Lord and his strength, seek his presence continually, and we must do that if we're going to fight the battles that we need to fight for those who are being treated with such injustice. Psalm 105 in verse 38 says that Egypt was glad when the Israelites departed for the dread of them had fallen upon Egypt. And I would ask, Father, please cause the dread of white supremacy to fall on all of us in this nation, that we would see it and that we would call it out. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6 says, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. In Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 32, it's a very rich, rich passage. And it tells us to no longer live in the futility of our minds, darkened in our understanding, alienated from the life of God, because of ignorance and hardness of heart, causing us to lose sensitivity and abandon ourselves to sin and greed and impurity. Because that is not the way we have learned from Christ. We've heard about him, we were taught in him, and the truth is in Jesus. And so we to put away our former way of life, our old self, and then to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. And in this passage, we see this over and over. Put something off. Put something on. Clothe ourselves with the new self created according to the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So then when we put away falsehood, let all, all of us speak the truth to our neighbors because we're members of one another. It says, be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and do not make room for the devil. I've seen this verse misused many times to justify sinful and angry tantrums. Christians may respond in controlled anger to injustice and sin, and we should, but we're not to let the sun go down on our anger, meaning we can't let it fester and grow and develop into a root of bitterness and seething because this gives Satan an opportunity and a foothold in our lives and it weakens us. We are to be agents of justice and festering anger doesn't give us strength. It weakens us and that's exactly what the enemy wants. He wants us so focused on the things that have made us angry or resentful that we don't have the strength of the forgiven people that we are to go forward and to make a real difference in this world. We're told over and over here, put this on, take this off. So thieves must give up stealing, rather they are to labor and work honestly with their own hands. Why? So that then they show that they have a different emphasis on stuff, on goods. Now they're working honestly with their hands to give to something that they can share with those in need. 
We're not to let evil talk come out of our mouths. But rather, again, put this on what is useful for building up as there is need so that our words give grace to all those who hear. So we're not to grieve the Holy Spirit of God with which you were marked with the seal for the day of redemption. We are marked with the seal for the day of redemption. We must act like it. We must remember it. We must know this. So we put away from ourselves all bitter and wrath and anger, wrangling and slandering together with all malice. And in its place, we put on kindness, tenderheartedness, Forgiving one another as God in Christ has forgiven us. Because forgiven people are strong people. They are grateful people. And grateful people have strength. They aren't polluted by the weakness of slander and malice and bitterness and seething anger. We also read in Matthew chapter 9 that Jesus said, When the paralytic paralytic was brought to him, take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. Jesus has the power to heal, to heal our bodies, and also to deal with our deeper sickness, our sin sickness. And we see this sin sickness spreading and having spread in a much more dangerous way than even COVID. We're taking all these precautions rightly so, to protect the vulnerable. And we must be on our knees pleading that Jesus would, in fact, forgive this this sin sickness that is prevalent in our nation. And I thank you, Father. I thank you for your word in these verses. And I pray, Lord, that you would continue to expose that there would be no doubt that there is no way forward that doesn't begin on our knees. In Jesus' name, amen.